Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to welcome to coach unplugged i'm gonna leave that i'm a little tongue twisted it's one of those days today um before we jump into the podcast today i want to make sure i give a big shout out to our two sponsors first of all dr dish they what i love about them is not only how easy it is to set up not only how great their customer service is but what i like is how innovative they are they're always changing their machine always making it better always looking to pivot it's why they're one of our sponsors because we believe in them so much. So go over and check them out. Mentioned, uh, mentioned Coach Unplugged, mentioned High School Hoops, mentioned teachhoops.com, mentioned Coach Collins, mentioned anybody, and they'll give you $400 off um, related to us. Uh, that's You won't find a better discount out there. And then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you're looking for a coach to help you coach, <laughs> if you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for my bat phone, if you're looking to get help in every aspect of the game, if you're looking for clinics, if you're looking for videos, if you're looking for motivation, if you're looking for handouts, looking for practice ideas, anything, we have it all in there with a 14-day free trial. Go over and check it out. Um, only 14-day free trial out there. It will You will not be disappointed. Um, we believe in our product so much, and um, I think you'll love it. So go over and check it out. It's help, what, uh, what helps us keep the lights on here and uh, everything moving forward. So have a great day and let's head off to the podcast. All right. Absolutely. So Cole, I'm going to have you um, introduce yourself and then kind of give your basketball spark note slash cliff note version of your basketball journey. And then great. I'm excited because I want to leave enough time for us to talk about practice planning and these drills and, and show all this stuff. So go ahead. It's all yours. All right. Uh, Cole McDowell from the Villages, Florida. Um, I, I'm the head coach at, at the Villages Charter School. The Bison. Um, I, the bison. I grew up here in the Bison, the Buffalo. Buffalo. Oh, you're the um, Buffalo. My bad. Grew up here in the the Buffalo. Yeah, it's, it's that's those are fighting words around here. We get called a lot of bad things. I'm sure you can relate to that. So, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I grew up here in the Villages. But when I was growing up in the Villages, and you know, the Villages are a retirement community, um, and our charter school exists to take care of the residents. It's it's for people's people who work for the villages, their kids to go to school here. 
Um, and when can I was you live up, in the village, can you live in the villages? Not technically. Um, we okay. don't live. In, yeah, we live in the villages. Is built five hoods through the last 35, 40 years. Okay. Um, and I live in one of those, which is really, really close. Technically, I'm in Oxford, but like right across, right behind me is the villages. So okay, okay. Um, we're not in the villages. The, the 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 rule of thumb is if you can't get somewhere by golf cart, then you're not in the villages anymore. Um, okay. And all the family neighborhoods, you can't get there by golf cart. So okay. Um, but we're. I mean, I'm surrounded by the villages. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, so, um, but I grew up here, my parents worked here, but when I was growing up here, the charter school didn't exist yet. Um, so I went to Leesburg High School, which is about 20 miles south of here, uh, played high school basketball at Leesburg for uh, Pat Todd, and then played in college for Joe Cameron at LaGrange College in Georgia. Um, okay. When I got done playing, Chad Keller was the head coach at Leesburg. Um, he's now at Embry-Riddle as an assistant, Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University over in Daytona, Division II school over there. He was the head coach at Leesburg. Um, my last year at Leesburg as a player, Chad had just graduated from college at Flagler. So him and I, you know, I was a senior in high school getting ready to go play college basketball. He had just got done every day after practice. Him and I were playing one-on-one, -on -one, full court. I mean, right. just peas in a pod. So when I graduated from college, it was a no-brainer. I came back and worked on his staff. Um, was only only got to be with him for two years. He was phenomenal. Then he got the assistant job at Emory Riddle, um, but got to work for his um, his assistant Brandon Scott, who has become my best friend in the world. Uh, worked for Brandon for four years as an assistant, and then Brandon uh, got a Division two job at Limestone College as an assistant in South Carolina. Okay. Um, and he's since became the head coach. He was the head coach there for ten. 12 years I can't remember which 10 11 12 um, recently stepped away and is now um, an assistant principal and an athletic director at the high school he went to okay um, but when he stepped away from Lee from Leesburg I became the head coach at Leesburg I was a head coach there from 2006 to 2010 and then in 2010 I took five years off um, got out of coaching started selling real estate for the villages had a couple of small children um, and decided that I was going to get out of it for a while. So, God, that was a tough window to be selling real estate in 2008, 2009. Too. I'm, I'm yeah, just... yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was for most places. Um, here in the villages, you know, we sell about, at that time, at the peak of the market, 2007, we were selling about 700, 800 homes a month. Right. Um, we dropped down in 09 to like 350, 400. Um, but you know, right in 2010, 2011, and then 2013, when the market really bounced back, that's when I was doing pretty well with it. But, um, in 2015, they asked me if I'd help out and I, and I said no with, with basketball, right. um, been there, done that, had the t-shirt. Right. And, uh, <laughs> so was asked to, was asked to a lunch meeting and, uh, at the lunch meeting, they brought a couple of the kids with them and I couldn't say no to them. So I assisted in 2015, 2000, 2014, 2015, the head coach left to go be a principal in South Florida. And in 2015, 16, I became the head coach of the villages. And, uh, it's been one of the ultimate blessings of my life, man. It's been an absolute blast for the last five years. Had some really good, uh, kids to work with some really talented kids to work yeah, with. I, I'm trying and, to remember uh, when we were down there, but you had a bunch of freshmen when you, we were down there. That's right. Yep. We what, did. Well, I don't remember what year that was, but anyway, it, I, you were young and then they I turned out were, to be really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think you were here in like 
I think you were here in 16, 17. Maybe, maybe yeah. Was, Sick, was Sickles in the was Sickles in the battle that year that you were here at Tampa Sick? No. Yeah, there was a couple no, big guys. That. Somebody that went to Michigan State, I think. Oh yeah, you were. Yeah, they were all that. Our group that year was all freshmen and sophomores. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. were young. You were young. Yeah, we got blown. Yeah. You. It was Gahanna Lincoln and. Uh, yeah. 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 Guys yeah. Yeah. Were really good. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. And Gahanna beat uh, Miami Norland in the championship. Right. There were some yeah. huge bodies in that final. Yes. Like, yeah, Nick Whoa. Nick Ward from Gahanna was there playing yeah. against uh, Juwan, the kids at the University of Miami now. Oh, God, I can't think of Yeah, I know what you're Juwan. talking about, though. They were like men. Yeah. These were men. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we got, we, we got a couple of 30 pieces in that. We got, we got blown out a few times, yeah. You were young, but those guys ended up winning by the time they were seniors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the yeah. clip I have today is those guys when they were seniors in the regional right. final. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So one more thing just for the people that listen. So the villages, so you have to be 65 or older to live there. Right. But then 55. to school yeah. there. That's the question people are going to ask. Like, yeah, why 55. So, so it makes up 42 square miles currently with, with another 20 square miles being developed. Okay. Um, and like I said, there's 170,000 residents that are 55 or older. Okay. Um, uh, you know, and then the big thing is no kids under 18. So as long as like, if, if, if you're in your mid forties and you're retired and you want to, you want to retire to the villages and you got the money to buy a house, the villages will sell you a house. It's just, you can't have any kids living with you for more than a month at a time that are 18 years old or, okay. or, or under. Um, okay. But the people, the kids that get to go to school here, we have kids from seven different counties. We're kind of nestled in a tri-county area. The villages okay. makes up Sumter, Marion and Lake County where, we're in those three tri-counties, but we've got Alachua, Orange County, uh, Polk County. Um, you know, we've got kids from seven different schools. Okay. Because if they work, if their parents work for the villages in any capacity, it could be from, you know, the Morris family that owns and operates the development of the villages. If you're their attorney, you could be considered tier one. Um, okay. If you're a doctor here in the villages, um, all the way to, you know, people that, what happens uh, if I own a grocery? What happens if I own a yeah. store? If I own a store, yeah, absolutely anything. Yeah. As, okay. long, as, as long as it's in the commercial space owned by the villages, and like I said, if it if, if you can get there by golf cart, then your charter school accessible, and that's one of the reasons people want businesses or bring their businesses into the area so they can get their kids into into the, the charter school. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's a great. Um, who who charter, thought of that idea? That was a great idea. Um, the Morse family, the, the, okay. the, the developer, um, okay. what happened was in the late nineties, early two thousands, they had kids that are similar to my age and a little bit younger, um, 35, 40 year old now, yeah. um, grandkids. And, you know, our public schools here are not, they're not awful, but they're not, they're not right. anywhere where you're, yep. you know, moving to different places to go to. Right. And so what happened was in the late, um, late 90s, early 2000s, when they were attracting the people that they wanted to build this place into what it is now, is they'd get them all the way to, yes, we want to come there. Yes, we see the vision. Okay, now where do my kids go to school? And you had to pick between Leesburg, Wildwood, and Bellevue. Right. And like I said, you know, they're not awful schools. My Two of my best friends from Leesburg got full rides to Duke and UF on, right. on, on medical, um, right. on academic scholarships. But there's a lot of other stuff that's not so good in those schools right. as well. Right. And so, you know, it's not, they're not the, the Lake Highland preps of Orlando or you right. know, some of the, you know, where people are used to coming from. So the villages looked into how to form a charter school and they formed a charter in the workplace and the rest has been history, man. And, and so they really wrote in that. So then how many kids go to your school? We have a thousand in the high school. Um, we're K through 12. 
Um, but we have a thousand nine through 12 in the high school. And that's the biggest we've ever been is right now. And how many um, do you turn away? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a waiting list there's every waiting year. List. Um, the middle school is really the one that, that feels the most of that right now. Um, the high school is some, um, and then the elementary a little bit, but, um, you know, it's, it's also, you know, the cool thing about it is, is it's going to be parents that really are committed to their kids. That's right. You know, I coached at Leesburg for a long time right. and, uh, that was fun, but it was challenging. Right. Um, and you know, sometimes you don't always have that parental support. Um, yeah. Here at the villages, you know, if, if you don't go to, if, if you don't work your 20 hours a week somewhere, which most people are working full time, but you can also work apart. There, there is, there's, I've got some friends in Leesburg that are doctors and lawyers that they're, they're, uh, one of my friends, his wife works at a laundromat 20 hours a week here in the villages just to get their kids into the charter school. Um, so, but right. if you don't work those at least 20 hours, you don't pick your kids up and take your, and drop your kids off. There's no bus system. And then the last thing is you have to do per child 20, uh, we call them PI hours, parental involvement. So you have to do 10 informational where you're going to meetings for your child. You have to do 10 volunteering. So you have to take tickets at a game. You have to. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, I have a, another coaching buddy in Ocala that when I first got the job my, after my second year, I scheduled, like, I tried to get as many home games as I possibly could. He's like, are you crazy, man? You got to set it up, break it down, you know, because most usually in Florida, right. that's, you know, we're, we're, yeah. we're man the concession stand. We're, you know, right. I was like, man, I'm not trying to be cocky or arrogant or I was like, I just, I love it. I was like, I show up and I coach. We have, you know, gym supervisors, we have parents, we have, you know. I and what kind of, and what kind of community it. support do you get? I mean, do you, pa I mean, your gym's relatively small, so. It is, it is. It, the, the the gym is small. It sits about 600 in the bleachers. When we put the chairs in it, we get about 900 to 1,000 in there. Okay. I hope the fire marshal's not listening right now. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, but we, uh, unbelievable support. Our booster club, which is all residents, meets okay. every Thursday, and our AD, who is our head football watching me I'm our assistant AD and then basketball coach we speak at it every Thursday and we've got 200 to 250 residents there every Thursday um every time we play man even at home or on away games um we normally have more fans than the other team does at a home game um because we've got all the residents and then you know uh, our student body's been really good and and Oh, I, I bet you got a bunch of former coaches living in the villages too. I'm Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, the only coach that I didn't talk about that uh, you know has been kind of a mentor to me and really helped me is is Bill Hodges. Right. Um, Bill, you know, coached in the '79 national championship game. Coached uh, Larry Bird when they got beat by uh, Magic Johnson. He's gonna be pissed off for me saying that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he was actually living here in the villages. Um, and my first year back at the villages. He was my assistant. So here I am back to coaching. <laughs> from Holy crap. And Bill Hodges is my assistant. We're, we actually, um, you know, we we're fortunate enough to have a talented guard named Trey Mann. And uh, Trey's at UF now. But it, it's, it's one of those, you know, God moments where I'm watching film with Bill Hodges on his rover offense that he ran for Larry Bird in 1979. And right. then we put it in for Trey. And, it, and right. I'm sitting here watching film with him. And it's just like, is this really, you know, like for right. basketball it's, junkies yeah. like me, it's like, is this really happening I'm right sure. now? You know, I'm so, sure you have, I'm um, sure you have your fair share of coaches. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> With that many yeah. people for sure. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's, so let's jump, let's have you share the screen. Let's talk about practice planning first. Okay. Um, let me go to that. Yeah. So do you tell me, obviously, tell me which, do you tell me which way you want to go down? If you want to do that, if you want to do drills, 
You said your um, class, whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, whatever, however you want me to do it, man. I'm, Let's I'm do here practice to, planning first. Let's do practice okay. planning. Then yep. we'll, do the, we'll right. do the press stuff. The press stuff. Because the most, these are the questions I get asked the most for, like, do stuff about practice planning. Do yep. stuff about drills. Do stuff about, that's what, that's why I'm trying to give people Absolutely. stuff that they Absolutely. are intrigued You know what, I looked at. I looked at your web, you know, the website I'm on there, the T-Tubes, man, yep. what you said, and it's absolutely perfect. It, it, uh, I think it today it was, uh, you know, the Energizer Bunny and yeah, yeah, how yeah, we yeah. constantly are looking for that golden nugget and we're going, yeah. you, you, you summed up, and I'm not trying to blow smoke, you summed up how I feel, even about some of these Zoom cl clinics and things like that. Um, I just was talking to a college coach about three days ago, and it's like, the, the, I've, had, I've had to stop watching the clinics. It's too much. Yes. Like this right. is different because you and I are talking and I can learn and I can ask questions. It's yep. like, oh my God, it's like, I think I should be doing that or should I do this? It's like it's too much noise. <laughs> yeah. It's too yeah. much noise, yeah. to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, I'm great. I'm glad everyone's doing that and it's keeping people busy, but yeah. I, I had to stop watching them. And yeah, there's I mean, obviously there's a million ways to play and that's one of your things today was you got to pick what you're going to do and then do it, right? So, do it, at least execute um, it, yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. So I, let me, so I've got this pulled up. I don't know how I can scroll down. Bear with me, man. So, right. you know, obviously, you know, practice planning. Very, so very, very, right very, very, very. Are you showing something on the screen? Because I'm seeing the man. I'm seeing your um, b-ball notes. You're not, but you're not seeing the actual document. I'm not seeing the document. So okay. then you might have to go back to that shared. I don't know if you have to go back to that. Here, let me stop okay. here for a second. So go back to that. Um, yep stop sharing okay so go back to where you were and then find that is that document we hit share screen again and go and see if that um uh, so there's documents are coming up um let's see here. can you see what i'm doing now yep i see that okay yep and then if you click on that if you click on something it might open up i don't know if it opens up in a different screen okay. i don't know if you click on it there you go i see that yep you're moving around Right, let's go back to notes all right now once i are you still seeing me i'm seeing you yep you're down there and you're hitting man to man right there i see that man to man full court practice plan and, click and, on that. Yep. and it now, went you somewhere see so my guess is let's, let's close that out again yep this is good i'll, I'll take care of this and post edit so they'll go back right. and hit your screen and when you see all those things my guess is one of those screens will be that open all right uh I've got it where it's b-ball notes, but it's not the PDF. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, sorry, man. Sorry. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, All right. So practice planning. Go ahead, Coach. We're gonna we're gonna come off. We're we're gonna go off Coach's just desktop here, but that will work. So go ahead and okay. all yours, Coach. Go through your practice planning, and I'll jump yep. in with lots of questions. I'm sure. All right. So obviously, you know. Very, very, very important, I think, to um, plan out the practice and then stick to your practice plan. Right. Um, you know, if you've if we've taken time to think about it and write it down on paper, um, you know, it's important enough to do and try to 
try to be as disciplined as we can to with each of the times that we've set aside or uh, allotted for that drill. Right. Um, you know, obviously occasionally if you need to run over or, um, if you need to spend a little more time somewhere, but try really not to, um, cause if it's important enough to put on paper, it's important enough to do it as the way I feel. Um, uh, but you know, if we were going to be pressing, if we've committed to being a full court man to man pressing team, that's going to trap, um, and, 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 on uh, on occasion or trap consistently, um, or just play full court man to man. Um, you know, we're going to, if we're going to commit to it, we're going to spend a, a good bit of time working on it every day. Um, right. especially for the first, you know, two and a half, three weeks, you know, those first 21 days of practice when we can create a habit and, you know, provide some consistency. Um, you know, I don't know about a lot of coaches out there. Um, but for me, a lot of our guys, you know, that I get to coach now, um, and even, you know, even, even our staff, you know, life is not consistent, you know, no. there's, there's constant <laughs> change in it. So, right. you know, we try to with, especially that first three weeks of practice before we start games for real to, provide a ton of consistency in doing the same drills and just trying to do them well, both with press offense and defense. So, you know, jumping into it, we would talk to our guys and talk to our staff about why we press, you know, obviously right. we're going to try to get steals in the backcourt, steals in the front court, line of the ball, digs backside. That's all terminology that comes in as we're on the floor teaching. Um, we're going to try to force quick bad shots from guys we want shooting to create a numbers advantage and for us to gain rebound. That was more of something I developed when I was at Leesburg. Um, at Leesburg, we had a bunch of kids that were, you know, 5'10 to 6'1 to 6'2, right. um, playing against some of the better teams in the state and uh, some of the better teams in the, in, the, in the region. And for us to rebound against them, you know, we need to create a numbers game and, and have five on four or five on three while they're other players were still on the other side of half court. They're taking a quick shot and we can come down and gang rebound on that backside. Um, but we still do it here at the villages, even though we've got a little bit more size here. Right. And then obviously, you know, we, we really spend a lot of time on conditioning in the preseason and, and during the early part of the um, regular season. And, and how long do you have, how long do you have before your first game? Um, well, you know, we get um, two weeks of conditioning um, uh, nothing, no basketballs, right. no, no sports specific drills. Um, so we get two weeks of conditioning and then we have roughly two and a half, three weeks um, before we play some preseason games. And then uh, uh, about four weeks before our first, our first game. Okay. Uh, one of the issues that we do run into in Florida though, quite a bit is Florida. our football, football kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like this year, two of our, two of our five starters were, regional final football team. So we didn't get them back until about a week before Christmas. Right. Um, so, you know, they missed the first eight or nine games of the year. So then we had to re go, go back and redo everything. You know how that goes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but one of the nice things about Florida is in the summer, you know, we can spend as much time with our guys as we want um, from the day school gets out to the day goes back. Usually it's June because they're traveling and right. the, other, the other months. Um, but then in the fall, we can do the same thing. We can form a travel team. And uh, we can work out with our guys well, nice. um, as, as much as we want. But then two weeks prior to the season, that all has to stop. Can't touch a basketball, that kind of thing. And, okay. Um, and so that's when you got a condition. Oh, I like that. Condition. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so yeah. And so and these, these are all drills you're putting in to work on your pressure. That's right. These are all okay. pressure drills. These are all to work on our full court man-to-man full court man-to-man -man principles and how they're different from our half court man-to-man -man principles and where they change at, you know, okay. the, Okay. That, you know, every court in America has got a volleyball line on it. Yeah, that's usually God. where we yeah. go from full court pressing, you know, taking risks, gambling, because there's plenty of time to make it up 
to once we get it, once it gets close to that volleyball line, now it's over and we're, we're into, you know, our, our half court right. man to man principles. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So, you know, the first thing is just a, an oldie, goodie, but a goodie. It's a, it's a drill from Gordon Gibbons that coached at Clayton state. And uh, he's a, uh, in the Hall of Fame in Florida. It's just a four-second drill. Literally put uh, groups of five um, on the baseline and hit the whistle, and they've got a sprint from the baseline to the block in four seconds. Um, good way to start practice um, after we've done a little bit of shooting to warm up or something like that. And it, it sounds, you know, elementary, but this is elementary. You know, if, if you can get your guys, you know, when you're going to press and trap and react at 84 to 90 feet, you're going to give up some, so, some numbers. So where, where are they standing? They're standing on the baseline? So standing all the way, five, you know, three three lines of five. Okay. Yeah, three lines of five. And so you got five guys going, you hit the whistle, and they got four seconds to sprint from baseline to the block, turn and get in a stance. And it's a great way to see, you know, if they're ready to practice. And it's a great way to see if who's going to be dogging it that day. And it's also a great way to just let them know if you can get from the baseline to here in four seconds, if you sprint out of a trap, you can get to the backside and get a steal that's coming back to you on that pass, or you can get on the backside and rebound. Um, and it's just a it's just a good way to tie it. You know, like to always like to to end. You know, start where you're going to end up. Right. And when we go through a lot of this stuff that we're about to go through, you know, this, the sprinting at the beginning um, will come to be a a scrimmage applicable and a game applicable skill that they will see um, okay. and, and be able to point out this is why we do this. Um, getting to the next thing is, is a dig drill that we'll go through. Um, there's some, some, you know, just trying to put down some thoughts there that are going to remind us and our staff as we go through these things with, with the dig drill. We'll uh, split up into two groups. I and, and an assistant will, will get on each end. Um, but these are just reminders to all of our coaches and all of our coaches. We usually have three to four in the gym. We'll be assigned, you know, one of these um, tasks to make sure we're doing it at a high level. Um, sometimes I give both assistants an end, and then I'm watching from the top of the bleachers and making sure we're doing it right or whatever. Right. Um, but we'll get into that a little bit when we start diagramming it. Um, 15 minutes of two versus one trap drill, and each one builds on each other. Okay. Um, 10 minutes of 32-21 drill, which is old school, three-on-two, two-on-one, but it's just the best way I've found to teach what happens when a speed dribble happens and what you're supposed to do in the press. And then we put it all together um, in a four-on-four trap and react drill. And as time goes, you know, this is going to eat up a lot of your time um, early on in practice. But like I said, you know, if, if you're going to do yeah, it. If I do my math, what well, was that? That was almost 45 minutes? It's 55 minutes. And then the okay. next thing would be five minutes of, uh, you know, free throws and water. Um, okay. And it's going to eat up a lot of time. Um, and, you know, like I said, for the first two weeks, you know, we may do this if we've committed to being this type of team. Um, and then as we get into those, the, the, the first, the, the first, the first 15, 30, 40 minutes of it, um, those are all the things that feed into four on four trap and react. So as we go and we need to spend more time on half court offense or out of bounds plays or sideline out of bounds or situations or whatever, right. we can take time away from that 40 minutes, add it into the trap and react drill. And let's say we make the trap and react drill 20 minutes or 25 minutes. Now we have all that extra time to spend in other places. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, so all of it, yeah, all of it feeds into the, if you, if coach, if you made me say you can only do one drill, for the rest of your life to teach the press it'd be four on four trap and react because that's what puts it all together okay um it's the whole so yeah. yeah you're doing some of the parts and now you're going to the whole yeah that absolutely yep yeah part whole and then part yep. and then and then you know as you know like 
I put on the next thing is obviously fundamentals taught, emphasized through drills, and then in film, you know, we're going to film each of those parts and we're going to film the four on four trap and react is more of a, a, a organized scrimmage or a controlled scrimmage. We're going to okay. film it. Um, and then we're going to watch the film the next day and, and see who didn't take good angles, see who didn't sprint backside, um, you know, see who didn't react when they should have been reacting and anticipating and who was flat footed, who wasn't working together and, and, and having each other's back. Uh, but the fundamentals are, the, you know, the hardest thing to get everybody to do is, and it's a domino effect, is sprint to their man, is when the ball goes through the hoop, flying to a man, you know, flying to your uh, your man. And we've done it one. We've done it a couple of different ways. We've done it to where you sprint to whoever is the closest guy to you. Right. I don't really like that because I like putting our guys on who I want them guarding. Right. Because um, so, high school basketball is about matchups. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we, um, you know, we work, we work tirelessly on getting them to sprint to their man. And then once they get there, there's the fundamentals of having two trappers. And the word digger will mean more in a little while. The word reactor will mean more. Basket will mean more. Obviously, discipline traps. Um, what to do when you see a speed dribble ball basket form the eye uh matchup difference between full court and half court principles and then obviously transition box outs and half court box outs okay um so that's that part of it um so the practice planning of it and detailing it like i said put it on paper you know spend the time especially early in the season man you know i just i really try to discipline myself and our staff to this is what we're doing i don't care if it's not you know early in my career i got into perfecting drills and I got my butt whooped in a lot of games <laughs> yeah. um and so now it's you know if it's not where I wanted to be well it's not supposed to be yet and it right. will be and it, and it will be it will get better yeah I agree yeah yeah so go on to the next thing um but the first drill you can still see my screen coach I can it's perfect yep all right awesome so we got one-on-one -on -one dig drill um no sideline no baseline um forgive me for my chicken scratch but no I, but it's good it's good okay I don't have access to all my stuff over at the school right now. We're locked out of it. Um, but so one-on-one -on -one dig drill, just as simple. We're going to split them up, put coaches on, put two groups of, you know, we usually carry 12 to 13 guys. Okay. Um, so we're going to put two groups of six on each end and partner them up. Um, you've got the coach here um, and you've got offensive one and often and, and defender one. Okay. So offensive one is getting in them, shading them, letting them have half of his body and he's trying to push him into that coffin corner. Right. Um, and once he gets him there, um, you know, obviously his job is to not give up any sideline. So offensive one is going to go three-quarter speed and just try to beat him sideline. But he's going to let X1 get there and cut off the sideline. Okay. Once he gets there, uh, offensive one is going to take off in a dribble across, okay. the, across the lane yep. or across the middle of the court and uh, across that third. And as he goes – um, and as he goes, then we're going to dig with the inside hand. So you're going to run and we call a dig, a tap out or a poke out. Um, you know, when, when people are running behind you and they're yelling woof, that's what we're trying to, we're trying to run and we're keeping the hand under up. the yeah. ball. Yeah. Going up. Yeah. Because anytime we teach, anytime you go down and if we see it in practice, anytime you lunge, even if you get the ball or you go from top to down, we're calling a foul. Um, because the refs are going to call foul even if you get out ball. Where right. we teach to, you know, it's kind of the old, you know, Herb Brooks thing with uh, right. Miracle, you know, the, 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 the legs feed the wolf. Right. We, we run beside them and we teach that you can run a lot faster than even an elite point guard can dribble the ball. 
And so you run beside them until you're ready to tap it out. And when you tap it out, then you go chase it down, two hands, chin it, pivot. And then we, we, we accelerate the drill sometimes into then it's one-on-one back the other way. But early on in the season, it's just you get it, chin it, and then go score a layup because okay. you've done the work and get the ball. Um, the other part of it is, if you look at the, neck, at the bottom. So are you trying, like, are they trying, what happens if they don't tap it away? They, yeah, you're, well, I mean, they should. The offense is letting them. The offense is The offense is going three-quarter speed. Okay, it's okay. not a, and that sometimes, that's a great question. Sometimes, um, you know, especially you know, the last couple of years, we had some really competitive groups that take every single drill, no right. matter what, like, right. I'm going to beat this guy. Right, and they they hit that point on the on the sideline, and then they're still trying to beat them. And I've had to have a few heart to hearts with guys about, you know, can we please work on the fundamental of what we're doing? We'll get into the competitive aspect of right. this yeah. in a little while. Right. Um. Yeah. But then the the same thing on the baseline. So coach has the ball. O ones at the elbow. Um. Defender one is cutting the court in half, literally putting his right foot on the. If the coach is on the the right hand side of the backboard. Um, putting his right foot on the baseline and if the coach ball fakes anywhere to the 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 right side of the floor to where O1's going right he can he he's 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 letting him go there but okay. if he's um he's but he's going to make sure that nothing comes no passes come to the left side of the floor okay um so we're cutting the court in half um once O1 catches it X1 is going to take one big step back and then sprint to his trap with corralling and containing. Offensive one's three quarter speed, and he's going to take off. X1 is going to cut him off at the baseline because he's trying to sprint ahead of him. That's something right. I didn't explain in the last one, but turn. You know, we teach once they get your hips, your beat. You know, right. turn, sprint, break the contact, um, and then you know that guy's going to change that direction. And now the the digger is going to end up being he's going to dig with his inside hand. So it's going to be his right hand where the other guy was with his left hand. Okay. So that makes sense. just a simple drill, um, yep. you know, and then, you know, it's 10 minutes, three quarter speed, you know, as we continue to do it and get better at it, we may and make is there it anything live. else you build on top of this. this yeah. Is- the next, yeah. The next drill that we do. The next drill. Um, builds, okay. Builds, yeah. The next drill builds on it. So two on one dig drill. So now it's the same drill, but you right. take, um, you take, Instead of having one defender, you now have two. So X one's doing the same thing. X two's doing the same thing. Right. When the ball comes in, you're just now, putting them together. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and here, this is where it gets real. Is you know, and like you do, you play against a lot of elite guards, and you know, right. we're willing to do this. You know, we we believe in it enough. If we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. I don't care who we're playing necessarily. Right. Um, and they're gonna beat you baseline. They're gonna beat you sideline when you. But you're not – you're going to turn sprint and not give it up. And when we don't give it up, the only way that they're going to go is through the middle. So if I turn and beat him sideline, this guy's running at his butt and waiting for him to cross over between the legs, waiting for him to put it be- under, be- behind his back, um, whatever. Um, and, and same thing going baseline. Because that's and the only so place he one, can go. Yeah, that's That's right. That's right. Yep. And, uh, yep. and we're making it to where, you know, you – you know, even if even if he beats it, you know, and that's part of the why, you know, is right. if he beats it, we're still sprinting out of it. Our other guys are going to go ball basket. We're going to protect. And they might get a, you know, in, I think, you know, we're not trying to give up layups. We're not trying to say you're going to score on us this amount of times. But if you're going to press full court and little kamikaze style, if you will, um, right. occasionally you're going to give up a, a bucket or here, here or there. But, um, you know, if you stick to your principles and stick to the – 
the, the rules more times than not, you know, you're going to win those number situations. Right. Um, but, you know, so and then once we once we get the ball. So if we're doing it, the first five minutes of this would be three quarter speed, just like the first drill was. Right. And so he's he's dribbling up the sideline. He might back dribble, go or go down the baseline and then he's going to split it and we're going to go here. Right. And we're going right. to dig it out. Okay. Um, we might spend the next five minutes, you know, on the first day. He dribbled, dribbled, and now we actually can set the trap. We've corralled them. And then once you set the okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah. then eventually you're building this to the four-on-four four where there will be rotations and yeah, after absolutely. the shot. Okay, okay. Yep, yep. absolutely, yep. yep. So, That's and then, okay. yep, yep. And then, and then uh, the, as the days progress, you know, this would build into a two-on-one live drill where right. now he's got it. If he beats you, he wins, and the white team gets a point. If he beats you base, baseline, he gets a point. If he splits you and you don't dig it before he gets to half court, he gets the point. Okay. Um, or we've let it go all the way to, to scoring, you know, and then yep. – so, yeah, so on and so forth. Um, but, yeah, and then it gets into our next drill, which is – we. it'll come back to that. This is the old school. I'm sure this is not rocket science. You know, something anybody. I talked to a coach the other day, too, and when they were working on their disadvantage drills, too – they basically yep. let them, once they get a pass half court, make as many passes as there are defenders. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, if you'd like to support us, go over and check out teachups.com for coaches who want to get better. Also, subscribe and like. We do appreciate those. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.